Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome into episode 9 of Laker Sports Talk, the most talked about Laker sports podcast east of Los Angeles, and a production of your official home for Laker sports, Laker Country 104.9 WJRS. I'm your host, Zach Oaks, and we're recording from the Midtown community in beautiful Russell County, Kentucky. We flipped the calendar into November, and we're hovering around freezing temperatures when it's dark, and it's one of the best times of the year, as we're in the midst of what I like to call the sports overlap. The high school football season is coming into the final weeks, and basketball is gearing up as the first games are this month, plus swimming and other sports are also gearing up, preparing for their seasons. It's a great time of the year as the holiday season is coming upon us. The weather's wonderful if you prefer cold weather over hot like myself, and this time of year is filled with sports at every level. Today on episode 9 of Laker Sports Talk, I'm excited for new Laker basketball coach Greg Lundy to make his podcast debut. Lundy's been an assistant in the Laker program for a couple of years and was hired this summer to take over the head coach position after the resignation of former coach Billy Carson. The Laker basketball team has had quite a bit of turnover from last year between the roster and the staff, so we'll talk with Lundy about how he's adjusting to being the head coach, the roster, his staff, and much more. And we'll also be announcing our Laker Sports Talk Athlete of the Week, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's take a look at what's been happening in the Laker sports world over the last week. First, the Russell County Middle School basketball boys team deserves some credit for their opening season wins. The middle school Lakers swept Cumberland County Tuesday night in their season opener. The 8th graders won 56-47, while 7th grade won 41-27. But what stuck out to me, though, was the 6th grade team, who won 51-2. It looks like the boys are continuing the trend the RCMS girls started with some truly astounding blowout wins. Max Davis scored 14 for the 8th grade team, Alex Norton scored 14 for the 7th grade team, and Miles Davis scored 24 for the 6th grade team. Congratulations to the middle school Lakers for big wins to start the season. The teams will play their first home games on November 11th when they host Adair County. Second, I want to give a shout out to the Russell County Laker Marching Band. I hope you got a chance to listen to our bonus episode last week where I talked with band director Curtis Irvin. It was a great interview and the Laker Marching Band put on two great shows on Saturday, earning a spot in the finals where they finished fourth in Class 3A. Congratulations to the Laker Band for a great season. Third, the Laker Swim and Dive team is gearing up for the season as they held their annual Laker Mile event on Tuesday. The fall preview is coming up on November 13th, so we wish the Lakers Swim and Dive team the best of luck in their upcoming season, and we'll hopefully have some folks involved with Swim and Dive on the podcast in the near future. Fourth and finally, a shout out to the Laker football team. It's been a tough season for the Lakers on the football field, but they'll head into Allen County Scottsville this week, hoping to pull an upset against the district's top-seeded team in the first round of the playoffs. Best of luck to the Lakers this Friday. With all that said, it's time to hear from Coach Lundy. Let's get after it. All right, now making his debut on Lakers Sports Talk and making his getting ready to make his debut as the uh, head coach of the Russell County Lakers basketball team, Greg Lundy is here joining me. Greg, how's it going? I'm doing fine, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good deal. So, uh, you know, basketball season's right up here on the horizon. Uh, first game is in just a few weeks. November 30th is the uh, kickoff of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh I know things. Have, there's been a lot of changes over the off season. I want to uh, just tell me a little bit about um, what your roster looks like going into the season, and then I know you've had some changes on the coaching staff. Why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about what's going on there? All right. Well, the roster is uh, we're fairly young. Um, we'll be opening up with a, a couple of freshmen, Owen Lloyd, Ben uh, Owen, and then we'll have Mays uh, Gosser and got an outstanding sophomore and. Um, Trey Stringer, 
And then we got a junior and uh, Coach Feast. We got some other returning players that played for us last year. So excited about the opportunity of uh, watching the hard work they didn't put in during the offseason and everything like that to transfer into the upcoming season. So just looking forward to that. Um, like I said, we lost a couple of players. You know, we lost Jay, and uh, he went to Campbellsville, and then Blake went to uh, Southwestern. So good luck to them and their future careers in their season. But uh, it's just a new time now, and we're well on our way. So um, I want to talk a little bit about staff changes. I know, of course, you were an assistant last year. Yes, sir. And so uh, I know you had other, you're, uh, brought on a couple of new assistants as well. Uh, why don't you talk about a little bit about what your coaching staff looks like? Well, I'll tell you, the uh, JV coach is going to be uh, Mr. Uh, we call him Commander, Commander Shelton. He's, uh, I actually met him in the weight room this uh, preseason. And I just liked his work ethic when he was in there, you know, working out. And then we just not, you know, hit it off with some good conversation about Bob. And I just asked him, would he be interested in helping us, especially with our strength and conditioning part of it. And he said he would. And man, he has been a very positive addition to our, to our program. The kid responded to him well. They gel and mesh well. Um, he holds them accountable very well and uh, they respect him and they trust him and so he's going to be a part of the team and then um, Coach Bennett, the 8th grade coach, boys coach, he's going to be helping me on the sideline too this year so just going to keep it real small and simple this year. I, I like them two guys and trust them and uh, looking forward to working with them this year. Okay, so um, what uh, you know when you get out on the, when you get out on the floor, when you hit the floor on November 30th, what uh, what can what can fans expect to see? What can they see out of this team? What kind of uh, style do you want to see? Do you want your team playing? Oh, we're gonna try to get up and down the floor as much as we can. I like the fast pace, especially on the offensive end. Let's uh, get out in transition. Um, the three point line is gonna be key for us this year. We got some real good shooters. Um, I'm expecting Owen and, and Trace to really fill that three point line up. They uh, they're looking good as far as their shooting and practice and everything like that so forth. So. Looking forward to that. Um, I expect a big thing out of Mays. I think uh, Mays is going to really surprise a lot of people with his uh, his body, his size, his athletic ability. And I don't think a lot of people here at home they had the opportunity to see him. But I think man, he, he's a load. He's a handful. And I think he's going to really uh, catch a lot of people attention so yeah the the front court is probably really where you had where you had the most loss I mean mm-hmm. you go back to last year um, you know losing about 90% of your rebounding production right. from last That's year right. and about 76 to 77 percent of your scoring so um, you know the front court so, so Mays is going to try to hopefully fill some of that void in the front court and then uh, any other players you got that are going to help out especially in that area uh, <laughs> we 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 slim in that in that department. I'll be honest with you, we slim in that department. But we may not have the height that we had last year for us, uh Jay Scott and Blake. Right. But the uh the heart and the thickness of toughness and uh my fat major's brother Matson, which he was a surprise to me because I hadn't seen Matson play ball since he was a eighth grade or freshman. And so he's came out this year. He's a senior. And, I mean, he's as physical almost as they come. And um, I'll tell you another element of surprise that was really surprising to me was uh, Nathaniel Lawson. 
I had no idea that he was, uh, I knew he could shoot. I yeah. knew he could shoot well too, but I never knew his like uh, physical presence would be as well too. So, you know, we got to rebound by committee yeah. this year. We really got to be just mentally and physically grinding and, and physically mentally tough, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and um, I mean, even you know, it sounds like even a lot of your uh, a lot of your front court players too also have the ability to step out and shoot. So it sounds mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. that, that kind of adds a different element to it when you have you can put possibly five guys on the floor who can shoot at any time. Mm-hmm. And is that kind of, is that kind of what you're going for more of a more of a perimeter based offense? We'll be we'll be open. We'll be open. The only thing I tell the boy, I tell the guys all the time, you know, on the offensive end. You know, we I believe we can take care of ourselves and hold on on offense for me because um, they can they can score. I will give them that. They can flat out. They can score. They can put the ball on the floor. They can come off the screens. And if you just stand still and let them shoot, they'll, they'll knock you loose. They'll, they'll knock those down. But our biggest thing we got to be, we got to play some defense. Yeah. We got to play. We got to play. Do better than what we're doing now on defense, man. So, um, you know, like I said, this is your, uh, this is going to be your first year as head coach. Uh, what, are, what are your feelings going in? Are you nervous, excited? Uh, what are you feeling going in as the season's coming up? Man, I'm excited about it. I, I really am. You know, when I was coming, when I was uh, leaving college, I was wanting to always be a high school coach. But the time when I was graduating, my advisor told me, he said, man, listen, he said, you got a couple of routes to take. You can either graduate now and then once you go to uh, graduate school, you can get your master's degree in special education or whatnot. He said, but now if you decide to come back to school, you have to, uh, if you want to decide, excuse me, if you decide to be a coach or a teacher, you got to come back to school to do an extra year for your student teaching. I just, at the time I was done with school, I just want to get out of work and start my career and everything like that. So I always been involved with basketball, just love it. It's always been a big part of me and my family. And uh, so I'm just blessed and happy for the opportunity to coach. Now, uh, you know, for for people who may not know you really well, kind of give a little background about yourself. What uh, did you play in high school, and what like what was your uh, what was it like growing up playing basketball? What did you do? I mean, well, I'm from originally from Knoxville, Tennessee, and um, I played. Like I said, I've been playing basketball ever since I was five, six years old. So I graduated from Austin East High School. Um, out of Knoxville, then I did two years at a junior college in, in uh, Gallatin, Tennessee. And then I happened to come to Lindsay and I played my junior year. And um, after going into my senior year, I had an injury. And so I just stopped playing and graduated and took off with my career then. So, um how, how did you how did you end up in Russell County? How did you, I know when you mentioned going to school at Lindsay Wilson, yeah. what, uh, what brought you here? Uh, it was uh, Nick Coffey, believe it or not. Um, his seventh grade year, I was coaching at uh, Dare County at the time, and my son, Kill was playing at Adair. And um, we were just had a, a rival with Russell County at the time. And um, that's when, matter of fact, the AD right now, Coach uh, Carpenter, he was a middle school coach. So just uh, building relationships here and there with him. And... Um, I started working out individually with Nick, mm-hmm. and uh, he would come over to a, a there, and I would work him out, and then he would come over to Lindsey Wilson, would work out, and he would work out with Kevin, and Chance, and some other kids from a there, and next thing you know, we just grew, grew in that aspect. Then I started working with girls over here. I started working with uh, 
Amelia Ackerman her uh, class and then Addison Law and them class and um, I took them out and traveled and played with them and I think it evolved to uh, CJ Vonamani group and Scott Hampton group and, and so I just I was just always over. I love being up here and the, the kids always work hard and the community was always being supportive so I just enjoyed it. So um, you know when uh, you know Billy Carson was the previous coach here yes. and, you, and you and you coached with him uh, and then and then when Coach Carson left did did you immediately know that you wanted to apply for the coaching job here? Well, I tell you what, like I said, I always wanted to be a head coach, but uh, at that time when Coach Carson left, I really didn't know at the time. I just knew the boys just needed somebody to work with them and everything was a little stagnant at the time, so I just took that opportunity and ran with it. So I just got the boys together and just told them, have this go check out or work out, you know, we still need to work. So we didn't have time to wait two or three months in the wind to find out who the coaches would be. Not when all this work needed to be done and we need to get better. So I just stepped up in and start working. So um, I know you've, uh, have you all been able to play play much over the summer in terms of, um, you know, I know, I know a lot of times you do like these different like summer scrimmages and stuff like that. Have you been, all been able to do a lot of that? Yeah, when Coach Carson was here, he did the summer games. Yeah. He did the summer games, but, so I haven't coached them since the summer while Coach Carson was here, but I watched a lot of them play AAU ball over the summer. And, um, I think the summertime has been good to, to them. So I'm looking forward to, looking forward to see how this will transpire in the future. So, um, you know, you look at your, you know, coming into your first season. Uh, what kind of goals do you have uh, this year? What kind of goals? Um, you know, what are what kind of goals are you shooting for for the team this year? To tell you the truth, I just want us to be competitive, disciplined, and play hard. And I just think the win and then losing to take care of itself. Obviously, I want to win. Um, I want to win now, but at the same time, I understand you have to be patient and we got a lot of growing to do. But at the same time, I think we have the team right now to win. Um, I don't really foresee us having to be a 5-20 and 20 type of team. I think we can go out there and we can compete. We can compete at a high level and, and, and win some ball games. And I really want to set my eyes on the district tournament, you know, I think I think we have a team that could get that done. And uh, you know, the district is uh, looks like it's going to be. It looks like it's shaping up to be tough again this year. Clinton County is, of course, uh, Clinton County, Metcalf County. Uh, both of them return. Uh, you know, at least at least a few players from last year's teams. Both of them were good last year. Cumberland County returns a lot from last year, even though they were kind of at the bottom of the district last year. They bring back a lot of their team. Um, Seems like we're kind of. It seems like Russell kind of here's on the other end. We're kind of doing a, we're kind of yeah. doing a lot of turnover here. So uh, the I would, it seems like the district's going to be a challenge this year. I Man, district's going to be tough. I mean, um, Metcalf County, um, what a good job their coach has done for them and their program. I think they may have the best, the best guard that black kid, the left-handed guard over there. I mean, he's. Uh, I've been knowing him since he was. Probably in the sixth or seventh grade, he is really, really, really coming to his own. He's a he's a handful. He's a handful. It uh, you know, it looks like right now we may be able to uh, you know have more fans in the stands and more of a traditional you know high school basketball atmosphere this year. I know last year was a little bit weird. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, kind of being in the gym and 
uh, you know, there for a while. We didn't have cheerleaders in. We didn't have the band in. You know, weren't a whole lot of students there. It was limited capacity. Um, does that kind of does that kind of home game atmosphere make a difference for you all? I tell you what, man. Now, to be honest with you, that was one of the main reasons why I liked Russell County. The first time I ever came here is uh, Coach Fairhouse was the coach, and they they was playing uh, his brother. That's when they had. Um, was the kid that went to UK? Now? Dominic Hawkins. Yeah, Dominic I remember Hawkins that game. That, that Saturday night here, and I'll tell you, man, just the atmosphere of that home crowd here in Russell that, County. That was one of the loudest times I've ever heard that gym. And I just remember leaving the game was like, man, these folks over here are just crazy. <laughs> it's just, it was just bananas, you know, just that atmosphere. And I just seen like guys when we played Clint County, and just when yeah. you got a good atmosphere and we. You got that gym pack, man. It ain't it ain't too much a better feeling than that. Yeah, so I'm I'm having my fingers crossed. Hopefully we're hopefully we're in a good place with COVID and everything that we can be able to start packing the gym yes. again and yes. uh, be able to have a good atmosphere. Coach, uh, go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. Anything else you want to add? Any message you want to give out to uh, Laker basketball fans out there? Those are just just really appreciate all the support. I just asked them to come out and. And support us this year and hopefully we can get out there and, and give them something that they can be proud of and that they will want to come out and see all right thank you coach appreciate you joining me. all right thank you a big thanks to coach lundy for joining me on the podcast this week basketball season is always a special time here in russell county and hopefully we'll be able to have a full gym this season with plenty of fans and students in the stands Last year was a weird year with limited capacity, no band, and no cheerleaders for a chunk of the season. I think everyone who was in the gym for those games came away with a greater appreciation for what the fans, the students, the band, and cheerleaders bring to the table in terms of the atmosphere for Laker basketball games. Here's to hoping the COVID situation remains under control this winter and we're able to have that back like it was pre-COVID. Let's go ahead and announce this week's Laker Sports Talk Athlete of the Week. This week's award goes to a member of the Russell County Laker football team who put together a strong defensive performance for the Lakers on Friday night. Although the team fell by a score of 44-14, junior Laren Coffey was all over the field, finishing with 20 total tackles on the night. He was consistently around the ball and put forth a strong effort on the defensive end. A 20-tackle night is worth recognizing, so this week's award goes to Laker football junior Laren Coffey. That's all for today. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Laker Sports Talk. If you have questions or comments for the show, shoot me an email at Zach, Z-A-C, at LakerCountry.com or reach out on Twitter at LakerSportsPod. And remember, we'd love for you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search Laker Sports Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and leave a review while you're there. If you're interested in college football, Sean Hammond joins me for a weekly episode of the Bluegrass Blitz where we talk about the latest in college football with teams in Kentucky and the biggest stories while we also give our upset picks to watch for and generally have a good time. You can find those episodes on the Laker Sports Talk feed and I highly encourage you to check that out. Until next time, God bless and go Lakers.